This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I don't know if you follow this one, but the NBA has really uh, played softball with China. As a matter of fact, they've cratered and capitulated uh, in the face of censorship. And I wanted to broach that first and foremost with our friend Mark Stein, the international best-selling author and host of the Mark Stein Show, who has now joined the Oakley Show. Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing just great, John. I'm <laughs> I'm still. Uh, I had a uh, I had a good caught up with my sleep during the uh, leadership debate. So I'm tanned, rested, and ready, uh, and actually a lot more tanned than those leaders. If what Tom of Tom's place was saying about their white shirts is correct. You're right. Uh, by the way, that was the non-medicinal answer to second all that you were watching last. Night. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> was, uh, my uh, my uh, my friend Andrew Lawton had to sue to get into the debate about. About 20 minutes in, I would have sued to get out. <laughs> You're right. I mean, uh, why was he actually uh, so vociferous and wanting to get in in the first place? Well, he had a, he had a great, uh, the case had a great title, Lawton versus Canada. He basically, <laughs> in, in whatever it was, a 20-minute hearing, he cleaned Canada's clock. But, but when, you, when you're listening to uh, that robot who was standing in for Justin Trudeau, the, uh, the white face uh, animatronic figure they got there to substitute for the prime minister uh, who was who was doing all that stuff uh, whatever you asked him he just said well uh, 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 where about investing in the canadian people <laughs> which is a great line uh, and his first duty his first responsibility is to protect jobs and i i i love that that uh, block east who's not half as wacky and zany as gilles Duceppe who was great fun in the leaders' debates uh, a few years ago because he always looked like he'd just landed from uh, another planet and hadn't quite grasped what was going on yet. Uh, but this uh, this new block east was actually the nearest thing to a human being on that stage. Uh, and that's probably only because he was talking in his second language. Uh, whatever, I don't know. I don't know what the other guys were speaking, but it was neither of Canada's official languages. Well, what do you assess this uh, thing to? I mean, is there a leadership deficit in this country? Well, uh, let me say, I think that whole. Well, for start, there shouldn't be a leadership debate commission, and it's absolutely disgusting uh, that a former governor general. Uh, Uh, is in charge of it. That's not something David Johnson would be doing. It's totally inappropriate for a vice-regal thing. The minute you set these things up then, it becomes the little clique of the insiders. So we had those five ghastly virtue-signaling moderators staggering through a quintet of largely peripheral topics that that, uh, actually ensure the debate is conveniently framed in uh, Justin the Mammy Singer's terms or uh, Elizabeth May's terms and uh, and and uh, automatically puts um, you know any alternative views, whether it's uh, our friend from the block or Maxime Bernier, uh, on 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 the outs of those narrow parameters. So while they're all you know Rosie Barton and Co are all like professional moderators, what they were moderating was essentially a racket, and that's why it was a waste of time that was completely useless. Uh, for anybody considering uh, how to vote in a fortnight or so. So nobody moved the needle. Mark Stein is with us. Uh, you know, and the other thing, of course, that was most egregious, the lack of any grand vision uh, that was put forward because yeah. Every, yeah, just nibbling around the edges in a very short, tightly scripted format. Uh, does that yeah. dismay you? 
No, everything sort of came back to climate change, even Quebec uh, secession, actually. <laughs> I mean, this would horrify René Levesque and co. The idea that even uh, Quebec secession had sort of dwindled down uh, when he was arguing that instead of equalisation payments, we should have a, a format. Uh, in, instead, uh, how much money you get from the feds. Uh, how much booty, as Monsieur Parizeau used to say, that you get from Ottawa should be calculated on how much you're willing to prostrate yourself before the climate gods, how many Quebec virgins you're willing to sacrifice in the climate volcano. Uh, this is pathetic. No serious independence movement would, would, uh, would be going for this. It's completely preposterous. Well, and then you've got, uh, I guess, the specter of uh, Greta Thunberg, the 16-year-old Swede who made all the noise last two weeks ago, I guess. <laughs> Elizabeth May brought her up. And, you know, in fact, it's, uh, I guess, gathered momentum, too, because we saw a protest that shut down the Danforth at Broadview over the viaduct in this town. And uh, yeah. also in Montreal, the Jacques Cartier Bridge was shut down by Extinction Revolution. <laughs> so, I mean, well, what does this say? I mean, it may be a dangerous development, Mark, because what you've told us in the past is, you know, uh, politics flows downstream from popular culture. Yeah. And if this is where popular culture is now, at this snapshot in time with the young demographic, that's going to inform <laughs> political decisions going forward, isn't it? Well, I would be scared if they weren't so completely useless, the Extinction Rebellion guys. They had a, they attempted to, uh, uh, yesterday in London, outside Her Majesty's Treasury, which is an impressive building, they parked a huge fire truck loaded with 450 gallons of fake blood uh, to spray all over (laughs) the impressive uh, Georgian facade of the Treasury building uh, to to show the world that uh, all these bloated capitalists and government had blood on their hands. Uh, but of course, because they're useless Extinction Rebellion types, they loose off the fire hose. It immediately, 450 gallons of fake blood is supposed to go on the wall. They got about three fluid ounces on the building and then the hose leapt free of the guy's hands, went down the street, sprayed random passers-by as the useless coppers sat around and did nothing about it. But so I'm confident that any revolution run by the... In fact, I will say to my blockist friend, uh, one advice I give you, Quebec's independence movement is basically uh, uh, six feet under at the moment, but if you wanted to make it even lower, you would hire these guys to be your shock troops. Uh, I'm not scared of any revolution that depends on them, and Greta Thunberg is just some... Uh, you know, frankly, she's being treated like a sort of, uh, it's like a visitation from the uh, Middle Ages, a sort of venerated saint figure that we all, we all say. I, I've all, as you know, I've had my difficulty with the climate guys uh, for years. And every time you say anything, they always go, oh, but you're not a climate scientist, so you can't say anything. Uh, you're, you're not a, you do, you, you do this and you do that, but none of it's anything to do. Only a climate scientist uh, can pronounce on these issues. Well, now it turns out only a climate scientist or a 12-year-old Swedish schoolgirl can pronounce on these matters. I'm going to hire a 12-year-old Swedish schoolgirl. I'll get, I'll get a, 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 a 12-year-old Swedish schoolgirl uh, to walk around with me saying that there's nothing to worry about, and we'll see how seriously they take her. I was going to say, and you know, these uh, revolutionaries, the Extinction Revolution or Rebellion, if they actually had tried that fire truck trick on the Jacques Cartier Bridge, it wouldn't be the first time raw effluent flowed into the same <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Mark, I got no, that's, 
that's true. Mark Stein with us, uh, host of the Mark Stein Show and international best-selling author. On the other issue, I broached it very briefly off the top, but I wanted you to drill down on it because these oh. corporations, you know, uh, you got Google and uh, Twitter, and then, of course, the NBA most recently, uh, the Chinese government didn't like what one of the managers with the Houston Rockets Rocket said on Twitter uh, in support of the Hong Kong uh, folks who are protesting. That was quickly deleted, but boy, he's been reprimanded, and the Chinese government said, if that's your serve, here's our return. You guys are not going to play here. We're not going to show your games in China, where the NBA is trying to get a foothold. Basketball's very big, and Yao Ming was with the Houston Rockets, and uh, of course of Chinese descent, so that's the connection there. Uh, But this whole thing has really, uh, I guess, pointed out that a lot of athletes and these organizations, you know, with the whole Colin Kaepernick thing and uh, hands up, don't you... It's it's proven to be a fraud and hypocritical, is it not? Yeah, I think so. The the NBA in particular, they're one of the people who are boycotting, I think it's North Carolina because of some bill on transgender bathrooms. So they right. won't have any anything to do with North Carolina because of transgender bathrooms. But on the other hand, uh, when the Chinese Politburo says jump, they say jump. I'd rather these... Uh, well, for a start, I think, you know, history always judges harshly people who didn't have to kiss up to uh, dictators and totalitarian regimes, but chose to. Uh, That's why we think badly of uh, certain symphonic conductors uh, during the Nazi era who could have uh, got out and made a very nice living in uh, London and New York and wherever, but chose not to and chose to kiss up to the Fuhrer. And to actually see now that's gone global, so we have this hypocrisy, uh, almost uh, Justin-level mammy hypocrisy, uh, where you have the the NBA on the one hand, North Carolina is beyond the pale, but the Chinese Politburo currently torturing and imprisoning a million Muslim Uyghurs uh, and uh, threatening to put down two million people on the streets of Hong Kong. Uh, that's that. Then, then uh, it's it's simply a question of the bottom line, and they and they want to kiss up to the Politburo. This is all the fault of uh, uh, of Western governments from the eighteen onwards, eighties uh, onwards, helping uh, Beijing come up with the only economically viable form of communism. It corrupts us all, uh, and that's why I'm with Trump, and we need to end it before they become too powerful uh, to uh, end them. Very poignant reminder. Mark, I appreciate your time as always. Stay well. Thanks a lot, John. Always enjoy it. (laughs) All right. If you have trouble sleeping, you can always... uh... Put on a rerun. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That's that's true. I like. I I, I think it's a toss up between Andrew Andrew Shear and Justin. But a lethal cocktail of the two of their talking points would be absolutely fatal. Don't try that at home, kids. That's right. Uh, word to the wise. Mark Stein, international best-selling author, host of the Mark Stein Show. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.